0: You're listening to the RFWP Podcast with your host, Lois McNair and
1: Emily Lewis, where you'll find candid conversations, transparent faith, encouragement, the occasional sarcasm, and a whole lot of grace as they share their walk with Jesus. Here's today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the RFWP Podcast. We are so excited that you're here today. My name is Lois. And I'm Emily. We're so glad you guys are with us this week. And we want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to our podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. So
1: Emily, do you have something happy that happened this week? Happy
0: that happened? (laughs) (laughs) You know what my happy is? I was driving back from Nevada. You know, I was in Nevada last week. Yes. And the scenery on the way back just blew me away. If I hadn't been the one driving, I would have just had my camera out the whole time.
1: Mm. It's just amazing. Yeah. I love that. And when you were in Nevada, I was in Colorado for work. Mm -hmm. And again, the scenery is just gorgeous, gorgeous. And that's a lot for you to say too, that it's gorgeous because like you live in big sky country. Right. (laughs) The whole thing was beautiful though. The whole drive. Well, when I was in Colorado for work, I actually took two days to do some other things. And one of the things that I got to do was go um, hiking and climbing with one of my former students in student ministry, a family friend. And he is um, a student at the Air Force Academy. So I got to go on the Air Force Base. Oh, cool. And then he's like, hey, do you want to take a hike? And I'm like, sure. He's he's 20 and in the Air Force. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> so I said, you know, is this going to be an easy one? He's like, yeah, it's moderate. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. There were several times that we were almost completely vertical. And I'm hanging oh, on man. to these rocks. In fact, the last part of it, I had to hold on to, um, well, he did too. But the last part of the climb for us to get to the view that we, that he wanted me to see, um, we had to hold, um, tethering ropes, climbing ropes to get up the side. (laughs) (laughs) So that's legit. Yeah. But, but it really was, it really was my happy Mm -hmm. this past week. And the day after I went to the Air Force Academy, um, I went to one of my favorite places to go every time I go to Colorado, Garden of the Gods. It is the most breathtaking area. Just these gorgeous, huge rocks out of, just out of the ground, God's creation. It's gorgeous. And while I was there, it was super cool. I took, um, one of my books that I'm reading right now. I took, um, my Bible just to have some quiet time. It was on Sunday. And then I took my scripture flips journal and it didn't even dawn on me. I'm sitting there writing in my scripture flips journal. And I remember that I'm sitting here at garden of the gods with all these phenomenal rocks coming out of the ground that God Mm -hmm. created. And the title of my scripture flips journal is, um, salvation god is my rock and my salvation Mm.
0: oh perfect
1: you know and so i was like this is cool i put it on our story Mm -hmm. on our instagram page but anyway so shout out to scripture flips it was so fun to have that
0: yeah to have the connection yeah so do you have a quote for us this week i do do you have a quote this week Just
1: me. Okay. I have so many quotes this week, but I can only give you one. I am reading Bob Goff's book, Dream Big. Mm. Because Bobby and I've been in a place the last three years, you know, a little bit of my story where we just stopped dreaming. And so this is just, this is being a really great help to us. And I love Bob Goff. He's one of my favorite authors. Um, He wrote Love Does. He wrote Everybody Always. I just love him. But anyway, I love how he talks about his wife, Maria. He always calls her Sweet Maria. And I loved this because he was talking about um, the things that, that he loves about her that she's quote unquote good at. Mm -hmm. And he says, one of the many things she's good at is knowing herself and finding joy in her unique set of gifts, abilities, and desires. She doesn't compare her abilities and ambitions to anyone else's. She knows that God doesn't compare what he creates. Oh, that's so good. That last line, she knows that God doesn't compare what he creates.
0: No, he doesn't.
1: No, Mm -hmm. that's so relevant specifically for women. I know stereotypically guys, if I'll say stereotypically, yes, don't necessarily compare everything about themselves or they're just more internal about it if they do. But women, we stereotypically spend time comparing ourselves. And I love um, reading this that, you know, she's an example of not comparing because God doesn't compare us to each other, even though a lot of us were raised that way.
0: Right. And we do.
1: compare to others.
0: We do compare ourselves. And just, I think it's really cool to think about that God did not create us to do that. God right. created us in our unique giftings um, on purpose. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But- A lot of people were raised to squelch their unique giftings or to um, tone down who they were. Mm. Sure. (laughs) Oh, man. I have to laugh when I say something like that because if I don't, I'll just get really down because there were a lot of things that a lot of us put on the back burner because we didn't think it was allowed or possible. Um, that we had to squelch our giftings because of who we were, because we were a woman Mm -hmm. or because we were a Christian woman or because we were this or that. Yeah. So
0: laughing is a coping mechanism of mine also.
1: (laughs) Yes, Yes, I get it. In fact, this past, Oh, was it this past week or the week before somebody who, tends to uh, be very controversial on Twitter. Um, But I don't think they mean to be controversial. I don't know. They just say controversial things all the time and get (laughs) nailed for it. But um, basically said, oh, it was coming up to Mother's Day. And maybe I've said this before, but basically said, "Even, even if a woman is gifted or talented, and I'm paraphrasing, um even if it's quote unquote in her gifting basically if a woman is speaking at your church on mother's day you need to find another church oh. so he, so how do you say even if somebody is gifted in an area god doesn't want you to use that gifting so did he make a mistake and i'm not talking about her being a pastor i'm just talking about her speaking to the congregation yeah know, on mother's day but he,
0: yeah, I know. the I, I'm guessing that the reason they would say that was worth finding a new church over is you you can't be valuing God's word if you believe it's okay for a woman to speak. Is that what they're saying?
1: I I don't know I don't this,
0: know.
1: I don't, don't want to call the guy by name because I don't want to get into that kind of sure. mess. But but, but the yeah.
0: caveat that just because it's your gifting doesn't mean you get to use it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, we- well, <laughs> we won't go into that today. But I did, <laughs> I did want
1: to mention it because it kind of went along with, you know, the Bob Goff statement about his yeah, sweet does. Maria.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: so anyway, so I'm going to give a plug for the Dream Big book, and also there is um, a, a video series that goes along with it and a journal. So so Bobby and I are working through that right now. And it's just very encouraging to us.
0: Mm, Nice. So,
1: so yeah. That was a long happy.
0: That was. Along with a
1: long quote. (laughs) That's
0: okay. (laughs) So this week we are getting into, like, the different branches of the IFB. (laughs) I can't help but laugh.
1: I think it was I think it was Josh Tice. And I've never met Josh. I've just read some of his things. But um, that he kind of broke it out that there are six possible sections of the IFB. And you know, the RFP network has been accused of broad brushing. So we don't want to broad brush. We're just going to, I'm just going to give you a paintbrush and I'm going to have a paintbrush and we're just going to paint within our own numbers, (laughs) our two two different sections
0: of the IFB. So yeah, uh it's going to be fun because, uh, mostly we're just going to talk about the different crazy that we grew up in and compare notes.
1: (laughs) Yes. There'll probably be a lot of laughing today, which is good. I don't want everything to always be serious. no. It's good for our endorphins to laugh. Yes, yes, it is. So I'll, that is I'm gonna... not a medical statement. I am not a doctor. <laughs> this
0: is the disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing may not heal you. <laughs> uh, but you have a Bible verse to back you, so does that mean you get an honorary doctorate? <laughs> yes, I think I'll buy one.
1: From the r f p podcast, um with the frame, yeah, you and go. you know those are those are actually signed,
0: yes, they are those
1: are signed, <laughs> you know, um, but I'm not sure if they're giving honorary doctorates to women. Have you
0: heard? Well, I, we better check with j c, yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right okay we we gotta we gotta go on or yeah, we're we' are gonna do. be. <laughs> we're going to be here forever,
0: forever. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with one that I think I've mentioned before. I did not have to wear dresses or skirts growing up, and we were allowed to wear swimsuits. That might have been our family thing, but it was kind of semi-approved, too. Were you allowed to wear swimsuits in front of boys? Yeah. Yeah. You were mixed bathing. I know. (laughs) I didn't even know what
1: mixed bathing was. (laughs) Yeah. You say that in the South and they're like, well, of course you're not going to mix bathe unless you're married. Like, (laughs) yeah. Okay. So I was not allowed to wear pants. No pants. No shorts. No sleeveless shirts or sleeveless dresses on stage. Skirt or culottes over snow pants, even though I lived in Chicago and there was two feet of
0: snow. Man. <laughs> oh, you're <were> a hardcore. <laughs> <sighs> okay. What's another one for you? Uh, we were taught that aliens were real. Oh, <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> Just give me a second. You gotta (laughs) give me a second. (laughs) Oh my
1: gosh. Okay. Aliens were real? Yeah. You were taught this in church. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Instead of like the sci-fi channel. Right. You were (laughs) taught this in church?
0: I am certain we watched at least one documentary on it. But (laughs) it... Yeah. Oh my gosh. I sound like a
1: 60-year-old <laughs> smoker. I'm sorry. I can't help it. <laughs> uh, uh, you watched a Christian documentary on how aliens were real. Yes. <clears throat>
0: yep. Mm-hmm. And this was in church. from the pulpit. In church. Yep. So Genesis chapter 6, you know, men of <laughs> renown, tied in with a uh, gap theory. <laughs> At the beginning of creation. So you know how people refute the gap theory that, you know, there's no – couldn't have been God used evolution to create the world. They believe that, like, verse one, God created things. In the then, beginning,
1: like, God created the heavens and the earth.
0: There you go. And then verse <laughs> – then there's a gap between – the gap? When he, like, made the, like, refreshed – you know the verse, um, replenish the earth doesn't mean fill. Oh. Because there was something here before. That's oh. the aliens. <laughs> Didn't miss this is chapter six. There you go.
1: <laughs> you know, I'd really be interested to know if anybody else got that in church. Besides Andrew Schluter, who's brought that up more recently. I would really (laughs) like to know if anybody else. So if you're listening right now and your pastor from the pulpit taught that aliens were real.
0: (laughs) You ought to reach out to (laughs) us.
1: Please give us an open mic minute. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I think we need to stop the episode right there. I can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Man, you should have saved that for later, because now everything else is going to sound lame. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, wow, I I I don't think I can top the alien
0: one. That's okay. We we grew up with plenty of <clears throat> crazy. I think we can. I think we can <laughs> fill an episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. Whew. So we could
1: not have any any bare legs you had to wear hose to church.
0: Mm, So there were no
1: bare naked ladies. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just kidding. Not talking about the music group. Um, So because nakedness started at the knee, you know, according to Bible. So um, no slit in your
0: skirt. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. Were you allowed to wear slits? Mm -mm. No and huh. you wore dresses to church even though you were allowed to wear pants. Right. Could you wear dresses if it got super cold cuz you know like when it's like 10 below in Montana. Uh
0: on Sunday mornings I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I wore pants. So, we would wear um our snow boots to church and take them off and then put on our flats or church shoes. Not sure. <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm still stuck on the aliens. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did, okay, okay. <clears throat> no, go With ahead. the aliens, we were taught that the universe was the shape of a pyramid. Did you ever have a sermon or series of <laughs> sermons on the shape of the universe? Oh no, I take it you didn't. <laughs> Girlfriend, were you
1: raised in Area 51?
0: Like Uh, no, actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Who? Okay, all right. Back to my boring side of the world. Um, (laughs) We were not allowed to color our hair or highlight it because that would be fake.
0: Hmm. Ooh.
1: Were you you guys allowed to color your hair? No. Okay. I don't
0: think so. So when I
1: was a when I was a freshman in high school, I traveled our family traveled together with my dad in evangelism during the summers. And so oh, the summer, I think before my freshman year of high school, um, we, part of our travels took us to California. Well, when I was out there, I met a girl at one of the churches and she's like, Oh, you can get away with this. If you want your <laughs> hair lighter. Cause my hair, was blonde, but then it had started getting a little darker and she's like, there's no hair color involved. So technically you can't get in trouble. And so she taught me how to use hydrogen peroxide on your hair with a blow dryer. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get caught? I know because we were in California. I just was able to play it off. Well, you know, we've just been out in the, we've been outside so much and it's just so hot here and just, you know, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> if I got caught. If I got caught, I've blocked it out. But I went back to school in the fall um, where I grew up in Christian school and and I can look back at my freshman picture now, and my roots are dark, and the rest of my hair is like, <laughs> like orange. <laughs> it's just, oh, no, is <laughs> just orange blonde. Yeah. So,
0: uh. did you get taught spiritual gifts? No. No. Yeah. Same. No.
1: You got dispensationalism and all that jazz. Like, there were no spiritual gifts. All those giftings were done at the end of the new testament (laughs) yep there you go same (laughs) Uh, okay we could have no music with a beat we couldn't listen to anything secular zero except we could listen to classical um and we could listen to like marching band music as long as there wasn't like a swing beat in it Mm -hmm. but um but no music with a beat and certainly nothing on beats two and four, because that's, (laughs) that's worldly. (laughs) My dad had a whole message series on how rock music came out of another country. And the drum beat is from just the whole Mm -hmm. anyway. Um, But so like when I don't, this is really going to age me, but like, Growing up, my parents would say, no stamps, Baxter, music. And that's like anything that's like syncopated. You know, you hear this dude that goes and is like syncopation. He's like, you can't have syncopation. So there is like several different forms because I hear a lot of people Mm -hmm. saying that their IFB church was like Southern Gospel or this or that. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We had none of that. Piano? organ you know stay on the four beat even the even the two three time you had to be really careful with it because <laughs> no beat
0: that's so funny yeah no i canned grew up with music. that too no, no canned, canned music? music oh yeah
1: a canned music is well back when i was younger cassette tape you could not use an accompaniment tape because that's called canned music Oh,
0: I have not heard that one.
1: Yeah. No canned music. Canned music is a sin. That's how you fall into CCM. <laughs> <laughs> what What
0: is CCM? <laughs> no, Contemporary kidding. <laughs>
1: Christian music.
0: Um, on Ugh. the music thing, we could not, we didn't have any special music. And I think that was unique to our church specifically more than.
1: Yeah, that was all your pastor. Yeah. Remember your pastor graduated from my school. I know. It's but he so manhandled, weird. you know, he manhandled the the guys at my school because he was a Ruckmanite, right?
0: Yep. And I think that's where he came in. if into- you don't know
1: what a Ruckmanite is, you gotta you gotta look it up.
0: That's a whole, that's it's, a, a whole it's a fun thing. rabbit hole if you want to go down it. They protested on our
1: campus. Because some of our professors were a part of the editing team or consultant team for the new King James Mm -hmm. Version. And so these guys showed up on campus in their, you know, godly attire of white shirts and dark suits and
0: ties and Mm -hmm. all the
1: stuff. Uh, And uh, that, that was your pastor. I think you've even told me that not your pastor now, ex-pastor. your former pastor. I think you even, ex-pastor. That is good. Oh yeah, that's Got that good. From the group. That's good. Yeah. Cause some, sometimes a former pastor. Yeah, that's good. And then there are ex-pastors. That's good. I said, that's good. Like three <laughs> times now, but that's good. <laughs> but you told me that he would even brag from the pulpit that he protested at the Tennessee temple campus and they were letting them know he
0: definitely I don't remember the protest specifically but I remember him like getting into arguments with his professors and like how he almost got kicked out and was really proud of his fight for the KJV all righty then
1: okay so what's another thing on your your side of the (laughs) in your paintbrush stay within those numbers and tell me what's something from your section (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, we were not allowed to go to Bible college, so yeah, yeah. What? So Josh Tice has like broken it out, and mostly when people describe what is the IFB, each like clique or sect of the IFB is tied to a specific college. Yeah, I guess you could say we were tied to um, Pensacola Bible Institute. Which is not Pensacola Christian College. Very different. Okay. I guess you could say we were tied to that in a way, but it was also not allowed to go. But yet you You weren't.
1: No. You were not allowed to to go.
0: I guess somebody who went to our local college, our secular college, would be more approved of than somebody who went to a Bible college because Dylan is like paradise, the place you have to stay in order to ever grow. Or be successful as a Christian. From the same dude that believes in aliens. Yep.
1: Okay. Because in the in the front of the RFP podcast intro, it says, um, the dude's, dude says something like, you know what makes women stupid <laughs> is college. That's right. And see, on the opposite side of that, we weren't allowed to go anywhere to school other than Bible college. Like, I even wanted to go to Liberty University, and this is back mm-hmm. in 1983. And my dad would have none of it. Like, you know how kids, for the most part, get to choose where they want to go to college? Oh, no. None of us. We didn't have a choice. We all went to mm-hmm. Tennessee Temple. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get yeah. into the, the the pros and cons of that. But that was just, that was it. I made phenomenal lifelong friends there. So, okay, we- but anyway. Yeah. So you were not allowed to go to Bible college. We were not allowed to go my to My sister
0: went school. to Bible college. See, my parents... Oh, she she was was rebellious. My parents were not crazy like that. We could go where we wanted to go to school, whatever. And yeah, she went to GSBC. Mm -hmm. And honestly, in this conversation, I don't think she'd mind me mentioning this. Like, it felt like so much freedom to get out from under what we were in, in our little this church is the only right church ever anywhere.
1: In your little pyramid alien (laughs) portion of the world. Oh, Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm so glad you're out of there because that's kind of scary. Like some of these. Okay. (laughs) I don't want to get serious. Okay. Um, No dating outside of the IFB. In my sect. You did not. Date no, outside of the no. IFB. Uh, you didn't have to deal well, with no.
0: That? We didn't date at all either.
1: Um. Wait, you didn't date no. at all?
0: I I guess we could have. I, I don't know. <laughs> I it's it's kind of it's hard to know. draw that line between this is what my family was okay with because later talking to my dad, like it sounds like he would have been okay with stuff, but we'd just we just assumed. Um, the way that the church did things was the way that our family would. Sure, sure. So, yeah, we we could focus on that. So
1: what did the church do with Yeah, that? no dating. No dating?
0: Like, yeah. Courtship? I was not – I did not sit by my, my husband while we were dating. We did not date while we courted <laughs> in church. Like, I did not even sit next to him until we were engaged. What? <clears throat> you were not allowed to sit next to
1: your now husband until we were until we were engaged. In church. Like we <clears throat> Okay, were you like allowed to be on the same pew just not close to each no, other? We
0: just Yeah, there was a row of row of guys my age and there was a row of girls. We just didn't didn't mingle. <laughs>
1: That got a snort out of me. I'm going to hear about that one later. Oh, gosh. Okay. So um, I'm going to kind of step on toes. But for me, for us, there was no interracial Mm. dating. Now, let me give a caveat right here. I don't believe that way. I don't believe that way. We are all God's creatures. We are all the Imago day. But I was raised to think that interracial dating mm-hmm. was a sin, um, which it, it, it was not, but yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked to one of my sisters earlier and she told me that she remembered from elementary school. Like two years, we went to public school, and then we went to Hammond Baptist, and then we went to Oak Forest Christian Academy, and then we went to Tennessee Temple when we moved to Chattanooga. And, you know, I'm not bashing. I just, there were good things and bad things and wonderful things and ugly things. But anyway, so my sister, we went to Lane Elementary School in Chicago, okay. and she and I both remember getting in trouble. She remembers feeling uncomfortable because the PE class was learning how to square dance and she just knew she was going to get in so much trouble if she participated in that PE class and learned how to square dance. I remember as a kindergartner um, we learned how to ballet and I remember coming home. I was so excited. I got in Man. so much trouble. As a kindergartner for balleting because I remember distinctly, were you in front of the boys when you did that? Okay, granted, you guys, I'm five years yeah. old.
0: Talk about and, sexualizing
1: we're, we're, children. Were you in front of the boys? Sorry. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> okay, so this is the story that my sister told me today. <laughs> I can't <laughs> really get through it. Okay, so she remembers when we were at Lane Elementary, her entire class going to the zoo, okay, and I mean, when you get in those bigger cities, the zoos are just phenomenal, okay, and she remembers not being allowed to go to the zoo with her class, she was, she said, I think I was like first or second grade, she had to spend the day at school in the back of a fifth or sixth grade class, and she was the only one that had to stay home. <laughs> and the only reason that she had to stay home, they were going to the zoo for, like, science or whatever, because it was mating season oh. at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> my, mom, my mom would not let her go to the zoo for fear that she may see something She might learn the birds and the bees. And, and see and... <laughs> Believer when she told me this morning. She goes, No, seriously, I remember I didn't get go to the zoo because it was uh, mating season. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. That's funny. Okay.
0: Yeah, we grew up with livestock, so it's a little okay different.
1: So you you experienced mating season with yeah,
0: not until we were much older. But, and yeah.
1: my Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, guys had to wear a shirt with a mm. collar to church. The, you know, a no collar shirt was not allowed. In fact, I remember in college when the no collar shirt came out, you know, the little banded collar, that, that those were frowned upon greatly because it wasn't a full collar. Oh. It wasn't dressing. Um, well. Okay, then. Okay, give me another uh, one from you.
0: Did you have to... Make public apologies when your name showed up in the paper for, like, a speeding ticket. (laughs) This one my sister reminded me of. (laughs) You had to, like, stand up and be like, my name was in the paper and apologize to the church for bringing a bad reputation, not to God, to the church. And that way... The man who believes in aliens. (laughs) You're not going to let that go, are you? (laughs) I'm not. I'm
1: going to milk no, that one that for all No, that's a total Peter
0: Ruckman it. thing. If you really want to go um, go crazy, read the book Black is Beautiful by Peter Ruckman. There you go.
1: Wait, that's... Yeah. Black is Beautiful? I mean, I do believe that Black is Beautiful, but
0: what? Does this have it, to do with he aliens? He basically wrote a book about the color black and how it's bad. And it's an excuse to talk about all kinds of crazy conspiracy theories. That's my synopsis. Ugh. But anyway, yeah, Ugh. you okay. have to make sure that in case somebody comes up to you and like so-and-so from your church got a speeding ticket or, you know, they're not living right, you can say, well, they apologize to the church. So it's good. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's a weird
1: take on church discipline. Um, (laughs) Wow. Okay, give me something else.
0: Okay, this one's kind of funny, but it's kind of not. But we watched documentaries and things that could have been classified as, like, horror movies. It was awful. The alien thing. But on Halloween and hell and stuff. Did you watch stuff like that?
1: Well, our church
0: premiered burning Mm. hell yeah back in chicago
1: (laughs) i remember being scared out of my mind oh my gosh
0: i want to know did you believe that you could know god's will for your life yes and no that girl that's a whole different (laughs) podcast
1: sorry (laughs) like the target of god's will being in the perfect center of God's will. It was always this kind of thing out here that you had to really figure out and you had to make sure you didn't miss it. And if you missed it, the rest of your life would be God's Mm -hmm. second best for you. I did have some people that tried to tell me what God's will Mm -hmm. for my life was, as opposed to me hearing from him myself. Cause you know, you know how that whole thing. I just
0: remember being a really amazed when I Found out. Well, you know how the will of God is so elusive, like it's this thing you're like digging yes, for and supposedly. looking for, and coming to the point where what? I was very secure and I know exactly right now today I am where I'm supposed to be in my life was, mm-hmm. um, like really a strange thing to be able to say, and I didn't, mm. I didn't grow up with Peter Ruckman stuff because. Um, our pastor just took credit for what he was preaching, so we didn't know we were
1: <laughs> You Girl, I
0: don't think you guys even knew there were any other churches we in the United States of America didn't, or the world. I promise we didn't. Uh, but he – what was I saying? Oh, I remember, like, coming away from that, that tiny little box and thinking we were, you know, getting out into a broader mm-hmm. box because we were – I don't know. There was more than one good church. And somebody made a comment about Dr. Ruckman. And they said, well, I even heard Dr. Ruckman say that he didn't know God's will for his life. And it was implied that if he didn't know, how could you know? I was like, oh, full stop. I know God's will for my life. And he he doesn't know God's will for his life, I don't think I need to listen to him anymore.
1: It's because he believes in aliens. No, he. I don't know if he he did did or not, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did. Okay. Well, and and just to clarify with our listeners, um, if you're listening and and you're like um, (laughs) wondering if we've both lost our minds, um, that's very possible, (laughs) but that's beside the point. No, but regarding God's will, um, you absolutely can know God's will for your life. And it starts with love God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, and love others as yourself. That's your first step. If we're walking through that on a daily basis, it's not like God's will is elusive. We don't believe that God's will is elusive. That's Mm -hmm. what we were taught, though. Just to to clarify there. Okay, so I have to ask you
0: this. Did you guys have a watch night service
1: on New Year's Eve?
0: It was not called a watch night service, but we did have a late-
1: Well, what was
0: yours called? New Year's Eve service. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, because you're a lot younger
0: than me. Ours was a
1: watch night service. And my sister reminded me today. She's like, the watch night service. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a watch night service. So don't get me wrong. Because if you feel like the Lord's leading you to pray in the new year, then by all means, do that. But, like, it was a whole thing. Like, we went back to the, you know, before electricity was <laughs> created and we had lanterns and you know they took an offering and if somebody gave you know like five dollars it was amen if somebody gave ten dollars oh. you know and this is the only time that people said hallelujah in <laughs> yes oh man because we didn't you know you I mean the guys would say amen but I watch some of these IFB clips from people. And there are totally different sections mm-hmm. of the IFB because some of these people like are running up and down the aisles. That would have been considered completely yep. inappropriate in my church. They, You would have been ushered out, I'm sure. Or they would have prayed over you for demon possession. But anyway, <laughs> um the watch night service, like if somebody gave, you know, $50, it was a, you know, praise the Lord or whatever. But we were literally in church for hours because... Um, and the way my sister put it, she's like, you know, that's the one night that you have to be completely concerned for the world. And so while everybody else is out there partying and counting down the, you know, um, we're in church praying as we should be. And, you know, as a kid, you're just trying to stay awake because you know, if you fall asleep, <laughs> you're going to get in big trouble, you know, but literally you know, we're talking like from 7 o'clock wow. to after midnight, the watch night service. I'm sure there are probably several listeners that are aware mm-hmm. of those kind yeah. of watch night services um, because we had to watch for the night and be concerned for the whole world at least one time a year. I'm sure we were concerned for the world the rest of the time, too, but specifically that one night. And rejoice when somebody gave money. Yes. Oh, and holler. Yeah which we never hollered any other time. Weird.
0: So, yeah. Did you how often did you do communion?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um I think we did it during the watch night service. Man, I don't really remember. I want to say that it's like once okay. a quarter
0: or maybe twice a year. Once. And however you did it, I'm sure it was wrong because we did it on Passover. Okay. So how
1: yeah. we did it was wrong. Did it on Because you on- guys So you did it once a year? (laughs) Okay. You know, there are some churches that take communion every single week, and it's a part of their beautiful, and they're considered, oh, they're, I don't know what they're considered, but Mm -hmm. we heard about it growing up. Just ridiculous. Okay. So we were not allowed to watch Disney. Disney was new, sure. Mm -hmm. you know, in the Mm -hmm. 70s when I was a kid, and it came on on Sunday evenings. And we were not allowed to watch Disney because we had to make it back across the gravel parking lot from the parsonage to the house for um, training union. Okay. We had to be at training union, so we could not. So, you know, every once in a while, we would kind of like, I'm not really feeling good. Can I stay home tonight? You know, because we wanted to watch Disney. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure a part of why we weren't allowed to watch Disney was because Tinkerbell wasn't oh. <laughs> dressed appropriately. <laughs> My mom and I have laughed about some of this stuff. She's like, I don't remember yeah. that. like I do. Um, yeah. I do. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Did you wear earrings? Did you wear earrings? Oh no. No. Was that your husband's decision? Your husband got to make that call? Have you heard that? Wait, what? (gasps) I didn't grow (laughs) up with this, but a friend of mine who would come to our camp meeting every year, like I asked her if she was going to get her ears pierced and she's like, well, that's kind of up to my, my future husband, whoever I marry. Cause you know, your body's not yours. It's Christ no wait I mean your body's not yours it's your husband's I don't know I'm so confused but let's back up a little
1: bit we were not allowed to have pierced ears Mm -hmm. in our family and if I heard it once I heard it a hundred times if God meant for you to have holes in your ears he would have put them there when Mm, he made you there you go that's the same thing with the hair color. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't pierce your ears. You don't wear hair color. I mean, you don't yeah. put any... Oh, no. we, No, no ear piercing.
0: The, the way we were taught not. it, from the pulpit anyway, was you're not... You shouldn't get your ears pierced. But if you do, it should only be women because it's a sign of subjection. Like in, in Exodus <laughs> when he... They bore a hole in their ear, like for Mm. slaves. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, oh, (laughs) moving forward.
1: So no, no, yeah, no ear piercing. But I have to tell you, um, one of my sisters um, had gone to Bonaire with Transworld Radio as a short-term missionary. And while she was there, she got her ears pierced. Now, granted, she's like... She's like 20 2021 20, okay. at this mm-hmm. time, you know. So, but my dad doesn't know she's gotten her ears pierced cuz she's still in Bonaire, okay? Then um my other sister while we were traveling with my dad for the summer, and she and I just had this conversation recently. I can't remember if I asked her permission if I could tell say this or not. <laughs> You're going to have to love me and forgive me, sis. Um, but we were on tour, you know, representing blah, blah, blah. And so my sister went in. We had time at a mall or whatever. And she decided to get her hair cut and oh get boy. her ears pierced. <sighs> okay. So the hair was shorter, like... um. You know, above the earlobes, shorter, uh-huh. in the front. <laughs> and she got her ears pierced. She gets back in the traveling van. I remember I'm sitting in the back. And at some point, and she remembers this vividly. She really tells it much better than I'm doing right now. But she remembers visibly, visibly um, my mom going, oh, you got your hair cut oh <gasps> she got her ears pierced <laughs> and the next thing that my sister remembers is my dad slamming on the brakes and pulling over to the side and flipping his head around you know because it was like no daughter of mine's gonna ever have her ears pierced oh man oh my gosh and so mm-hmm. but can i tell you something My sister was 23 years old at the time that my parents Uh freaked out about the fact that she'd gotten her ears pierced. And I remember very specifically that giving me the courage (laughs) as a freshman in college to get my ears pierced. So my dad came home from a meeting and he doesn't know that my other sister, who was in Bonaire, had already gotten her ears pierced. Okay. So he thought it was just my older (laughs) sister. And then he came home, and I had been to the mall, and I had gotten my ears pierced. And this is what he said. He said, well, at least I still have one virgin daughter left. Oh, my word. (laughs) Because because I got my ears pierced. And I just, and I remember not necessarily being shocked about what he said. I was more cracking up inside that he had no idea that my sister in Bonaire had already gotten her ears pierced.
0: <laughs> okay. I spent way too long on the ear piercing, <laughs> but it's a thing. Yeah, it is. Do you have any other nuggets? Cause I think I'm through my list.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. So I have to, t- I have to tell you this. One of my sisters, she's like, um, she was that kid that she may be sitting down on the outside, but she is standing up on okay. the inside. Uh huh. You know, I mean, she's just, she's that like independent. We're all pretty independent people, but I was more of the like, well, why can't I do that? You know, I was the one who was like talking, and asking questions. She was the one sitting there going. It doesn't matter what you say. I'm anyway. <laughs> you know, like quietly, but she thought she was being quote unquote submissive on that. Anyway, she remembers, she told me that she remembers being in college and my mom made her take the class like Christian womanhood or Christian leaders, wives, or something uh-huh. along those lines. And she said. This is the only class in her entire time in college that she failed. <laughs> she said, "I literally got an F." In that I class. love it. That's awesome. <laughs> and she's like, "She's like, mom would not let me quit the class, um, and I didn't want to do the work that was in the class because it was all this stupid busy work." And I'm like, "Well, what do you mean by busy work?" And she's like. We had to, you know, write out sample ways to make your, make the bed huh? once you get married. And we had to like create this recipe box or recipe book and all this. And that was part of her college oh, <laughs> Christian woman class. And she's like, I just refused. She's like, I refuse to do it. I'm not doing it. You know, because. And she said that's the only class she failed in,
0: <laughs>
1: in college was the Christian. I love that class. she didn't fake it, but she's just she's just independent. and this beautiful sister of mine ended up being the mayor of her town, where nice. she lives in California. So <laughs> oh, my gosh, there are so many differences. Yeah, there really are, you know, because, Yeah, so I think it is wise for us to not broad brush (laughs) Um, because, as we've said before, there are level-headed, healthy, biblical
0: churches. Mm -hmm. And Um, there's a lot of... Without all the crazy. There is a lot of crazy that we grew up with that I thought was isolated to the IFB, and it's certainly not. It's in non-denominational churches, all kinds no. of things. So, yeah, there's
1: sure. I attend a non-denominational church. Yes, you do, <laughs> and I love it. And it is nowhere near any of those things, any of these things. But you're right. Right. It. Yeah. We've heard from several listeners that it. It. You know. It kind of is like across the legalism and those things we've said before are not bound just to IFB. I did read an interesting article today, though. (sighs) Again, it was a church putting out their platform of basically who they are and this and that. I found this quite interesting because, you know, we've um, heard about church history and, you know, the beginning of the independent, fundamental Baptist movement you know, and how they stepped away from really from the Southern Baptist convention because of inerrancy and, you know, took a stand in some things that they should have. And then I just think it just kind of kept going. Yeah. Some anyway, but I was reading a, a church's website because I was looking up, you know, some, some different research about the movement that they say is not a movement. So this church's website says, Honestly, a true independent Baptist church is nothing new. There are many thousands to be found across our nation and around the world. They are not a group of churches which have decided to remove themselves from one organization or another, for they predate all of the various organizations in existence today. In fact, true independent Baptist churches have been around since the time of Jesus and the apostles. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> really? Like, really, you think that? You
0: know? That's so this, funny. It's so far out know, there.
1: Because the independent Baptist movement did come that specific did come in the, anyway i'll i'll save oh, all man. the church history stuff for for the church split and for the rfp and yeah, for freedom yeah for freedom podcast and and all the other <laughs> but i was like
0: yeah d- dude
1: that's not true
0: Mm-mm. no it's not so so i don't think we broad brush today <laughs> either girl s- some of your paintbrushes. i still can't get past the aliens <laughs> <laughs> oh i can't gosh. get past christian womanhood classes at college yeah <laughs> <laughs> it hurts man
1: oh my gosh
0: okay so everybody you mm. should go leave us a crazy story on for our next open mic minute Yes. And, or, and, or give us an opinion
1: of one of the things that you heard today. You know, your opinion, like
0: maybe you, maybe you agree that there are aliens. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And what do you think about, um, spiritual gifts or your opinion of the gap theory?
1: I'm still trying to figure out what the gap theory is because the only gap there are a couple of things that I've heard about the gap. One, it's a store where you can buy clothing (laughs) that you most likely could not wear to your independent fundamental Baptist church. And two, several years ago, there was this big thing about having a thigh gap. And I can guarantee you that I don't have
0: one of those. So (laughs) I don't don't believe in the gap theory. (laughs) Oh, okay. So... (laughs) I saw an Instagram reel just today, and she was like, I want to tell you, you know, hot girl summer's coming right up. I'm going to tell you how to get a thigh gap. Everybody can do this. It's so easy. She, like, stands in front of the camera, and then she, like, takes a step. She's like, I have a thigh gap. You can have one, too. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Okay,
1: so you know what, honestly, this week, whatever you want to leave on the open mic minute about your opinion about something that we've said today, your opinion about one of these guidelines, um, or just drop us maybe a crazy thing that you were raised with that neither one of us mentioned. I'm not sure you can outdo the alien thing, but maybe, (laughs) maybe you believed in aliens
0: and you watched alien documentaries at church as well. If so, we want to hear about it. Yep. That's at sisterseeker.com. You can click on the open mic tab and it'll pull up all the topics and you can leave us a note.
1: Yep. Sisterseeker.com. You can also follow us on any of our social media pages. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. And Emily's
0: going to tell you where to find those. That's RFWP podcast. Awesome. Have a good week. Can't wait to hear from you.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. As always, you can reach out to Lois and Emily at hello at sisterseeker.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to us if you would consider supporting the RFWP. You can go to patreon.com sisterseeker. Another way to show your support is by leaving us a review. This helps get this cause and this message to more women like you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for being here, friend.